You're listening to Closer Look. Here's George Raff. I want to add my congratulations to, uh, you know, the birth of your beautiful twin daughters. My wife's a champion, you know. I've got the easy end of the deal. I'm looking forward to when I can have conversations with them, but, you know, she's just loving it. Are the brothers thrilled to have a couple of sisters? Yeah, they are. They are. They're cute. They're loving on them. So we're thankful they're they're kind brothers for now. (laughs) Let's talk about you and, and what makes you tick. You've been all around the world multiple times. What's your favorite kind of food? And when, when you are hosted by somebody, do you do you have requests of things you'd like to eat or do they just lay it in front of you? Steak and seafood, bro. Steak and seafood? My kind of guy. <laughs> That's it. There's no better food groups than that for me. Can you tell me about some of your favorite things? You know, a favorite uh, scripture, life scripture, and just the favorites of Nick. My favorite scripture of all is Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11, where it says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope in the future. Little did we realize that God would call and ordain and send a limbless man all around the world uh, to be his hands and feet. And if God can use a man without arms and legs to be his hands and feet, then God can use any willing heart. You know, traveling around the world as much as we've done, we really are praying for America. And not just praying, but we really feel a calling as an evangelical ministry of life without limbs to equip people how to talk about our faith, how to talk to somebody who's an atheist or who's been hurt by the church. The average American that loves God probably has trouble to explain in three minutes who they were before they met Christ and who they were after they met Christ. And so that's the passion behind all. And my favorite thing of all is seeing people come to Jesus Christ. What is an average day in the life of Nick Vucic? I mean, you know, from morning to night, what is an average day in your life? Three and a half days of the week are operational to help our ministry grow, to do other things that God's asked me to do. I wake up every morning and I have my coffee. Thank God for coffee. (laughs) Um, And uh, always have time with God. Uh, Sometimes it's shorter. Sometimes it's longer. Sometimes it's waking up early and going outside and blasting some worship music. And I've definitely, uh, in this New Year's resolutions list for me, one of them was to start Bible studies with friends at our home. And so... I definitely realized 2017 how much friendships really uh, refresh me and and encourage me and and how God uses us all for each other. And so that's kind of what we do. And then when I'm home, um, I take my wife out um, on a date every single week. And then I'm starting to do those dates with my son, Kiyoshi, who's uh, nearly five years old now. Awesome. As people with limbs we can take for granted some of the things that we do that are like the most basic parts of life things like brushing our teeth eating combing hair that that kind of thing and i know you've had caregivers in your life in the past does can help you uh, in in those areas of life no no not really at this point she's got her hands full certainly and she's got help (laughs) just for the girls and she's had help uh for a year now with the boys and so i want to make sure she's always got enough help around The caregiver situation, I have two guys um, who work 15 days a month. One is allocated for all the travel days and one is for all the home days. Help me to do everything that that I want to accomplish that day, whether it's functionality from personal hygiene and driving around to helping me 
do whatever I would have done with my hands and feet kind of thing together. So. <laughs> you have an incredible sense of humor. Was that instilled to you by your parents? Uh, definitely when I was going to school, there were people that um, avoided me and, um, you know, they didn't know how to take in um, the encounter for the first time of someone without limbs. And, you know, I don't blame that uh, on anyone, but... Um, you know, my mom and dad said, don't worry, you know, just start talking and then they'll see you're just like them and even crack a joke and, you know, you might be able to make a friend. And so that was kind of um, something I would do a little bit more um, than these days when I get up on stage just to break the ice. That's definitely something that was instilled and encouraged, really, uh, from my parents. You have a story in here about uh, front row of the choir. Oh, and- yeah. <laughs> Can you tell that real quick? Then I choked on the candy. Yeah. Yeah. So my parents always taught me a couple things. I mean, they I, ha- I was vacuuming the floor of my house to make $2 a week as my pocket money because if I wanted something, they wouldn't buy it for me. I'd have to buy it with my own money. Basically, you know what? Get a job. Get your own money. Don't just complain and expect that everything is given to you. And at the same time, Nick, don't believe that you can be rude. And so they taught me to be polite. <laughs> and so I had a candy slipped in my mouth. Uh, by my uncle there, and I, I was choking on on this candy. It was a throat soother. I was six years old, and uh, they were talking, and I didn't want to interrupt the conversation. And so then they realized I'm I'm actually gagging, and and I'm trying to keep calm. And they're like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, shaking my head, "No." Are you choking? Yes. They quickly grabbed me by my foot, flipped me upside down, and whacked my back so hard and got me breathing again but yeah my my parents were very strict in being polite in making you know the the balance that it's not just about praying and waiting for god to do something god's waiting on you to do something so let's talk about your new book it's titled be the hands and feet well first of all we know that god loves the world we know that jesus christ died for the world and those who call upon him will be saved but how will they be saved unless they know about him? How will they know about him unless someone tells him? How do we preach the original gospel again? How do we treat those people who just received Jesus Christ? Can we make sure that we counsel them through what really they've been through? I really feel that the one thing that we're trying to, in this book, uh, as a minister of Life Without Limbs, as an evangelist, is helping the church members know that how quickly the church doubles isn't dependent on making the gospel sweeter. It's about preaching the gospel, loving on people, being good stewards of the next steps. And I hope that everyone understands that it's not just about going to church and doing good and doing the status quo, but really teaching people how to study their Bible on their own. You have so many topics in this book. I mean, you talk about mentoring having a mentor and being a mentor. I think that is so key that the people who just became a Christian need to be mentored by somebody. The people who've been a Christian for a year or two needs to help the new believers. The mentorship, I feel like, is so important, and especially for the older generation. We have not been a good steward of the more senior believers. And so mentoring, I really believe, is a big part of it. You feel like you're giving back to somebody, but really it's one of the most fulfilling and refreshing and rewarding things we can do as believers is equip, encourage, and help 
the next generation wherever we can. we got to build those bridges as much as we can, I believe. This has been awesome, man. I respected you before, but just, just chatting with you, that level just increased uh, tenfold. So I love you, and I appreciate the opportunity. I'm not someone who is now blowing his horn. Come on, church, do more. No. We notice that stuff that used to work doesn't work anymore. Let's find the remedy and let's go back to the basics. Thank you for having me, bro. This has been Air One Closer Look. Find us online at airone.com.